Hello there, this is Benny. And this is Kyle. And you're listening to The Doctor's Watcher. The Petrochiles Ship Fancast about every episode of Doctor Who. Well, uh, we, we are both uh, Hades fans, and it's hard to play Hades without shipping Petrochiles. Indeed. So, yeah, that, that, I'd say that's accurate for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's interesting because I was actually going to start this episode by talking about Hades. Um, what I was going to say was that, uh, you know, I've been thinking about turning on God mode and I was playing it uh, recently and I was thinking like, I'm going to do it. I've made my, my decision. So I haven't actually turned it on yet. I'm going to finish this run and then I'm going to turn it on, but I am saying it here now on this podcast so y'all can hold me to it. So I, nice. don't, I don't, once again, let my pride get in the way of me actually playing a fun game and enjoying it. So uh, God mode, here I come. I've, I've done a few more runs since I turned off God mode, and I came so close to getting out of Elysium once, but that's it. However, Elysium's I did... Hard, yo. Yeah. That, that, that last boss is, is yeah. a real pain in the ass. Um, I don't know if you are aware of the pact of punishment or not nope, so i won't go into far. into much detail about that but basically i realized that it's it's much harder my game is much harder at the moment than it really needs to be and i am thinking about turning that down haven't decided if i'm going to turn that down yet or not oh okay so you've got god mode off and the pact of punishment on making the game even harder yeah Oh, okay. okay. I had the yeah, Pact of Punishment try it try it. on before I turned God Mode off. And then you just left it on. And then I just left um, it on, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, go ahead and turn that off, I would say, before you turn the God Mode back on and see and see how you do yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably at least turn it down, maybe turn it off. It's something cool. that you decide run to run, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, like I think I'm... I, I don't know... If this is the same thing, but I have heard people talking about like things you can do to like make the run harder to increase your rewards. Yeah, um, and yeah, that's basically that's it. You're, yeah, cool, cool. Well, Hades is a good game, and I think we're both of us uh, thinking about how much, you know, how much more of it we can see before Hades two comes out. So, indeed, uh, I personally want to see the end of the story. So, God mode is getting turned on because <laughs> I'm not that good. I mean, I'm, I'm okay at it, but yeah, no, I also, you know, not as young as I used to be, don't have the time, don't have the reflexes, so nothing, nothing stopping me but my pride, and that's got to go, so time to turn on God Mode. So to change the topic to our our more usual topic on every single episode instead of just most episodes these days, <laughs> this is actually a pretty exciting episode of Doctor Who for me. And I have not mentioned this to you off mic, Benny. I'm telling you here now for the first yeah, time. I don't know what Kyle's about to say. <laughs> that I've, I've been looking forward to this episode because... Actually, I have a suspicion. Is this the first one that you didn't watch when you were doing your Doctor Who blog back in the day? Yep, that's exactly it. 
I didn't know it, but that's what I thought it might have been. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I had that blog back in the day, and it I stopped doing it. I didn't really stop. I just didn't continue doing it after Mission to the Unknown, basically. And this episode is the first episode that I had never seen before watching it for this podcast. Wow. Cool. Well, sometimes we're on the same wavelength, Kyle. <laughs> and, and sometimes not. Like, uh, uh, we, we recently played this party game with some friends of ours um, and our partners called um, TBH, where you have to predict people's guesses. I did surprisingly badly at predicting <laughs> what Kyle was going to put. Uh, it, was, it was a little humbling. <laughs> well, I, I will say that I did not expect to win that game. <laughs> uh, but but you you uh, that that that's that's one way of making sure our listeners know that you won. <laughs> Would you like to tell the listeners who came in last, <laughs> or should I, the person who came in last? <laughs> it was fun though. I really enjoyed it. I, I hope we can play it again. Um, yeah, that is a fun game. One of the other times that we uh, we hang out. This is this was the second time I think we've all played it together, and it's it's always enjoyable. Um, cool. Did you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into it? Um, I don't think so. Well, I guess I, I'll say this now. This episode and, in fact, the next few episodes are written by Donald Cotton. I know you were expecting Terry Nation, but they are not. I was expecting Terry Nation. I'm not quite sure what to make of that, but okay. <laughs> Donald did, Cotton did we also have a university, a university of Central Lancashire remake of these as well. <laughs> um, no, we have. Oh, we're not on that. We're not on that 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 segment yet. I guess. Yeah, we're not I guess on we the, should. The Hide you yeah. watch it segment. <laughs> so yeah, Donald Cotton wrote these episodes. He also wrote one more serial that's coming later in season three. Interesting. Well, uh, I guess we'll see if he's any good, and if so, we'll look uh -huh. forward to that one. And if not, um, <laughs> we'll deal. I've also thought sometimes about like telling you who directs each episode. I don't really know very much about film production, so I can't really discuss in much detail like what the director did. But I don't know. Maybe I should mm -hmm. start saying it anyway. Anyway, I wrote down in my notes that this serial is directed by Michael Leaston Smith, and it is the only Doctor Who serial that he directed. All right, Mike, uh, good luck. It's an excellent name, though. I, I, I like this. Is it hyphenated, or is it just three yeah. separate names? Hyphenated. It's Very hyphenated, cool. yeah. Very cool to hyphenate those names. All right. Um, cool. So, uh, so, Kyle, how did you watch this episode? This episode is a missing episode. There is a loose cannon reconstruction that I watched. And the notable thing that I will say about it is that it actually includes some video. It's not entirely static. Interesting. Apparently, the video that's in it exists thanks to 8mm home movie clips. Apparently, you know, some fan in the 1960s shot video of their tv showing the doctor who broadcast so they just basically set up a video camera like pointed at their television set and that's how they recorded it part of an episode yeah amazing and and like that's how we have 
a few minutes of video in this loose cannon reconstruction. Amazing. Would you care to remind us of any sort of cliff dangling that may have happened? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I thought it was going to be a cliff dangler, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to wonder how relevant it's going to turn out to be. But we had that whole episode with uh, with none of our heroes in it um, about uh, the three UN space guys, including one of them from the some sort of special secret space service. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, they were on this planet and it had the, the Vargas plant or Varga plant and, and Daleks on it. And they all died and they recorded a message warning, warning the, the people of earth that, um, the Daleks had formed, uh, an alliance with these seven other alien species. Actually, I don't know if it's seven total counting the Daleks. I didn't actually count. Um, anyway, there's a bunch you of, know, I'm species. not sure either. Um, and uh, they're in cahoots to take down Earth, and uh, they didn't get the, our, our 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 human uh, characters. I keep trying to say our heroes, but I guess they're not actually our heroes. They didn't get their message sent, but they did get it taped, and we we ended with a, a shot of the tape. So, um, oh, and and then the the Daleks saying like you know uh, that they're gonna take over. Well, it wasn't the dog. It was one of the aliens who gave this like speech about how they were going to take over Earth and victory, victory, and everyone was cheering and saying victory. So, um, yeah. I forgot to mention in the Very previous rambly. episode Very that <laughs> uh, in the closing credits, it still said Doctor Who William Hartnell. Just him, though? Just him, yeah. Vicky and Steven didn't get credits, but I guess he was contractually obligated to be in the credits of every single episode. Nice. I mean, I guess the show is named after his character, so uh, yeah. maybe maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> so this episode doesn't actually start with any sort of cliffdangler. It opens on, or, you know, any sort of reminder of cliffdangler. It opens on these two men in what looks like ancient Greek and Trojan seeming armor. Cool. And they are sword fighting. Oh, man. When we were talking about being Patrocles shippers, um, Pat Patrocles um, shippers, and uh, I, I, I honestly thought you were just talking about the fact that we're always talking about Hades. <laughs> Well, the dialogue between these two men actually very quickly establishes that this is, in fact, Achilles, and he's fighting Hector, who is the man who killed Patroclus. Oh, well, <laughs> rip to, uh, to Patroclus, I guess. We don't need yeah. to see him on screen. <laughs> All right, what, what do they say on the greatest gen, RSVP? <laughs> uh -huh. Murderer! Patroclus was a boy! A boy?! Well, he died like a dog, whimpering after his master, Achilles. Come, let me send you to him where he waits in Hades. Let me throw the dog a bone or two. Dang. Hector's kind of a dick. Yeah, totally. We get a little bit of, of actual live action of the two of them fighting, and then we cut to the interior of the TARDIS. The TARDIS and the Doctor and his companions are actually appearing in this episode. Oh, good. <laughs> Their vacation's over. I mean, you know, we uh -huh. I, I'm at least speculating that they were just on vacation last, last <laughs> time. 
So apparently the TARDIS has materialized here and Achilles and Hector have been too busy fighting to notice. The Doctor and Stephen and Vicky are like watching them fight on the TARDIS's scanner screen. And the Doctor decides that he should go ask them where this place is. <laughs> uh, I, I, I guess they weren't listening to the dialogue there. <laughs> uh-huh. Vicky and Stephen both think that this is a terrible idea. Yeah, they're busy. But at the end of the exploding planet, Vicky hurt her ankle and it still hurt. So she can't uh, really move continuity. around much. Yeah, totally. The doctor tells Stephen to stay behind and look after her. And he also doesn't think that the people here would really appreciate Stephen's sarcasm anyway. <laughs> Back outside, as the sword fight continues, Hector starts mocking Zeus, who Achilles says is going to be, like, pretty pissed at Hector. Yeah, he won't give me any boons if you mock him. Yeah, totally. Oh, my God, thunder, you superstitious, dark-dodging decadent! Hear me, Zeus! Accept from me the promised light of your cringing servant, Achilles. Or else... I challenge you, descend to earth and save him! What was that? Dirk dodging decadent? Yeah. Wow. He's got a way with words. Yeah, totally. He, Hector actually kind of reminded me of Theseus, <laughs> the, way he, the way he speaks to you when you get to, you know, when you arrive at him and Asterius in Elysium. Mm-hmm. As... Hector says this, though, the doctor steps out of the TARDIS and Hector's like, oh, shit, you're Zeus. <laughs> uh. And yeah, as as Hector like kneels in front of the doctor, Achilles runs him through. <laughs> nice. The doctor's like, well, I guess I'll ask you then. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! You must not kick a man when he is down. You have killed this poor fellow. Yeah, so there's no point in kicking him, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor and Achilles chat for a minute. It becomes pretty clear that Achilles agrees with Hector. He thinks that the doctor is Zeus. And the doctor is basically just like, cool, cool. Well, good to meet you. I'm going to head back into my temple, meaning the TARDIS. Mm -hmm. And Achilles stops him from entering the TARDIS and basically tries to get him to help the Greeks out. Achilles serves under General Agamemnon, and they are currently like 10 years into laying siege to Troy, and it's really not effective. Mm -hmm. Vicky and Steven are watching this conversation happen from the TARDIS interior on the scanner. I think they've got the volume turned off because they're just watching. And <laughs> they watch as Achilles leads the doctor over to a nearby ridge. And Steven decides that maybe he should go find some period-appropriate clothing just in case. He's like, yeah, looks like we're going to be doing a whole serial here. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Achilles and the doctor are 
at this ridge. They're looking out over the city of Troy in the distance. And as they're looking out over Troy, another Greek soldier shows up and basically starts ripping on Achilles for various things. And it turns Dang, out... I just killed Hector. Like, <laughs> have some respect. <laughs> this is Odysseus. Well, Odysseus, we're 10 years in. It's time for you to start having ideas. Uh-huh. Achilles shows him Prince Hector's dead body. And Odysseus is like, oh, cool. You showed up here, like, as he was dying? Oh, man. <laughs> no Achilles respect. is like... Uh-huh. No, dude. Fuck you. I met him for combat. And Odysseus is like, oh, cool. So, like, you chased him until he fell from exhaustion? And Achilles is like, no, dude. Fuck you. We actually fucking fought. I, I like, killed him. Oh, and you definitely didn't kill him while he was distracted by this old dude right here? Uh-huh. Like, All right, well, you got me there. <laughs> he does actually tell Odysseus that Zeus showed up and intervened in this fight. And, you know, like that basically helped him win, helped him kill Hector. And that Zeus is still here listening to Odysseus's mockery. And the doctor pipes in. Oh, yes, I find it most interesting. <laughs> doctor. But Odysseus doesn't actually seem to believe that the doctor is Zeus. Interesting that we have just like straight up mythological figures being presented uh, as historical on this show. Yeah. I mean, why not? I guess. <laughs> hey, if, uh, if if Star Trek TOS can have Apollo, then <laughs> that's true. Then they have Doctor had... Who can have Achilles and yeah. Hector and Odysseus. I'm pretty sure modern Doctor Who had Robin Hood. All right. There you so. go. This podcast is amazing. 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 The emissaries from the seven planets will arrive as arranged, and we will tell them all about this podcast. Tell your friends. Write a review and leave it with a five star rating. We, we obey. obey. We obey. Odysseus sees the TARDIS, and he heads over to start checking it out. Stephen, inside the TARDIS, wants to head out to help the Doctor, but Vicky tells him not to leave, and instead, she gives him something and tells him to hide behind the door with it. It was unclear from the dialogue and also from the loose cannon reconstruction visual what she gives him, but according to the action subtitles in the loose canon reconstruction, it was a spanner. Interesting. I, I was kind of wondering if like maybe we're not supposed to know yet, and then like you know, when he jumps out and clocks someone with it, then we'd find out. But yeah, I'm glad that the uh, that the um, uh, loose canon visual directions or whatever tell us what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, they can be a pain to have to keep track of sometimes, but I am glad that they're there. So Odysseus, back outside the TARDIS, is not really sure that the Doctor is Zeus, but he doesn't want the Doctor getting into the TARDIS any more than Achilles does. He wants to take the Doctor back to Agamemnon's camp 
and maybe hear some stories about Aphrodite, but <laughs> the doctor won't tell any. I refuse to enter into any kind of vulgar baldry. Well, at least he knows who Aphrodite is. <laughs> <laughs> so Odysseus has a couple of soldiers take the doctor away. Stephen, who is wearing like basically a tunic now, decides to go after the doctor. But wait, uh, Vicky hasn't given you your ancient Greek haircut yet. <laughs> uh huh. She learned from Barbara. <laughs> Vicky wants to go with him, but he won't let her. He says that she needs to stay behind and rest her ankle. He basically tells her not to open the TARDIS doors until she sees him and the doctor return on the scanner, and then he leaves. Man, I, I, uh, I'm going to say right now, I hope Vicky has something to do with this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a good thing to hope for. <laughs> All right. We cut to the interior of a pretty fancy tent where General Agamemnon is telling his brother Menelaus that he drinks too much. Have a little dignity. Try to remember that you're my brother, can't you? One of the reasons I drink Agamemnon is to forget that I am your brother. Another is this ridiculous Trojan expedition. We've been here for 10 years. I want to go home. Dang, dude. That was a, that, that was a pretty low blow against your bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Menelaus, I think I'm saying that name right. I think so. That's how I've heard it said. I, I'm not an expert, though, so uh, listeners, feel free to write it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I've done zero research on how to say his name, and that is the amount that I intend to do. <laughs> he reveals that he doesn't actually care that much about getting Helen back. It wasn't the first time she'd allowed herself to be abducted. I can't keep on going off to the ends of the earth to get her back. It makes me a laughing stock. She's only the hottest woman of all time. I mean, uh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Agamemnon tells him that they wouldn't have to be fighting this whole fucking war if Menelaus had just killed Paris back in the day. Mm. But Menelaus reminds Agamemnon that he challenged Paris and Paris wouldn't accept. Alrighty. Agamemnon basically tells him to just challenge somebody else, like maybe Hector. And just then, Achilles bursts into the tent and tells him that Hector's dead. Nice. And Agamemnon, uh huh. Agamemnon's like, shit, that was a good idea. <laughs> Achilles also tells Agamemnon all about Zeus showing up. And at first, Agamemnon's like, uh, IDK about that. But when Achilles tells him that Odysseus took Zeus prisoner and is bringing him here to the camp, Agamemnon's like, shit, what if it actually is Zeus? Yeah, uh, I don't know if they thought this one through. Uh-huh. So he orders Odysseus to be found and brought to him. We cut out onto the plains where a Trojan soldier approaches the TARDIS and leaves 
like this flat round disc leaning up against it, just like on the ground. Hmm. It's a disc that's like several inches in diameter and has a horse on it. And yeah, he just like leans this horse disc up against the base of the TARDIS. And then we cut back to Agamemnon's tent where Odysseus shows up with his prisoner, the doctor. The doctor starts complaining to Agamemnon about Odysseus. This mountbank Odysseus appears to be a law unto himself. He makes fun of his guests and laughs at Zeus. I mean, that, that is true, and he hasn't lied yet that he's Zeus. Uh-huh. Um, whether he is Zeus or not, uh, Odysseus did laugh at Zeus. I like, I like how the, the doctor's first uh, instinct when meeting certain major historical figures is to complain to them. That's, that's been kind of <laughs> consistent. <laughs> it really is, yeah. Karen's everywhere. Uh, look to him for inspiration. Uh, I, I, I like the doctor too much to, to respond to that, Kyle. <laughs> Agamemnon is still not really convinced or not sure whether the doctor is actually Zeus or not. Mm -hmm. So the doctor decides to drop some supernatural knowledge on him. Agamemnon is like, cool, do it. So the doctor tells Agamemnon that his wife is unfaithful to him. <laughs> Odysseus basically starts laughing and says that everyone but Agamemnon and Menelaus know that. And Agamemnon points out that they can't really verify whether it's true anyway, whether or not it would be supernatural knowledge. The doctor basically tells them that they're close to winning the war, and Agamemnon wants to know how close since it's been ten fucking years. The doctor basically points out that if he is Zeus and they kill him, that'll probably cost them the war. And Agamemnon's like, yeah, but if you're a Trojan spy and we don't kill you, that'll probably cost us the war. All right, seems legit. Yeah. Reasonable uh, line of uh, reasoning there. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good logic on on both of their parts. <laughs> so Agamemnon, like just to be safe, decides to maybe just hold the doctor prisoner until we can like figure things out for sure. <laughs> okay. The doctor, of course, complains about being held prisoner, but... Agamemnon tells him to chill. A reverend arrest. You must not be offended. We shall enjoy the benefit of your experience and your advice, and in return you will enjoy our hospitality. And he offers the doctor a ham bone from the feast that he's sharing with his brother. Just a bone? With no meat on it? Uh, well, I'm going off of the, the subtitles and the transcriptions and whatnot, so... Gotcha. I I read Hambone somewhere, so that's what I said. I I'll, I'll assume it had a little meat on there, or else that would be kind of a yeah. Uh, especially given what he had just said, um, I would I would assume that he he's trying to feed him. Yeah, presumably. So we cut to a little bit later. It's dark outside now, and Stephen uses the cover of night to sneak into the Greek encampment. He avoids sentries as he goes. We're back into, like, you know, 
playing Hitman at the start of the level <laughs> before you've triggered the alarms and you're actually still trying to be hidden and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what Steven doesn't know is that a man with an eye patch is spying on him. And you got to watch these people with eye patches. They're, they tend to be kind of untrustworthy. I will add, as a caveat, in fiction, especially fiction for kids. <laughs> uh-huh. Especially fiction for kids from the 1960s. <laughs> but also kind of in general. Yeah, yeah. I mean both. They're either evil or they're cool or both. Or both. <laughs> so Odysseus meets up with the eye patch guy, calls him Cyclops. <laughs> Cyclops communicates to Odysseus through sign language oh, that, cool. that Stephen is here and possibly dangerous. And Odysseus manages to sneak up behind Stephen and grab him. Dang it. Stephen claims that he's just a lost traveler, nothing to worry about. But Odysseus is like, nah, you're probably Apollo. And drags him into <laughs> okay. Agamemnon's tent. <laughs> Stephen continues to insist to Agamemnon now that he's really just a traveler. Agamemnon and Odysseus debate whether he might be a Trojan spy until Odysseus basically just ends up asking the doctor, who I guess he is now treating as Zeus, he asks Zeus if Stephen is a spy, and the doctor's like, I do not know and I do not care. <laughs> Thanks, doctor. <laughs> They ask the doctor, or, you know, rather, they ask Zeus if they should kill Stephen. And he's like, yeah, that would probably be safest. <laughs> wow. They get ready to do it, but the doctor stops them. Would you stain the tent of Agamemnon's with a Trojan's blood? I claim this man as a sacrifice to Olympus. Bring him to my temple in the plain for sunrise in the morning. And I will show you a miracle. <laughs> Your temple, huh? Uh-huh. You mean that uh, the, the, the rectangular blue one with the windows? The miraculous disappearing temple? Yes. What was this episode called? The, something about a temple. Uh, the Temple of Secrets. Temple of Secrets. Wow, we've got some of those. Uh-huh. He says that the miracle he'll show them is that he will strike Stephen with a bolt from heaven. Hmm. So, you know, they're kind of excited about that. But just then, two guards drag Cyclops into the tent. Odysseus basically claims responsibility for him and explains that he can't speak. For once he spoke too loud for comfort and stammered on a knife, but he speaks to me. Dang. I mean, that, 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 that's a pretty raw line right there. Yeah. <laughs> So as it turns out, Odysseus explains, or, you know, Cyclops explains to Odysseus, who then explains to us, it's probably going to be pretty difficult to bring Stephen to Zeus's temple tomorrow because it has disappeared. Uh-oh. <laughs> the doctor just kind of like looks out into the distance 
as the camera cuts back out onto the plains to where the TARDIS used to be, but all we see is the round horse disc on the ground as the words, Next episode, Small Profit Quick Return appear on screen. And uh, just because we love puns around here, how did they spell profit? Uh, with the PH. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, funny it's way. definitely the punny way. <laughs> uh, I approve. I actually read on the, the fandom page for this serial that, like, I guess Donald Cotton wanted to do, like, all the punny titles. <laughs> uh, apparently Dennis Spooner the the script editor at the time was not really into it and so I think it, Small Profit Quick Return was the only one he let him get away with once again we shake our fists at this guy while shouting Dennis 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 well that was a, that was a fun episode you know it's always, always good to see some historical figures whether they're uh actually historical or not <laughs> um the doctor being uh zeus is pretty fun steven steven didn't really get a chance to you know pretend to be apollo or anything yet but you know we're still we're still early in the uh in the serial maybe presumably um and uh i was saying i hope vicky gets something to do and now i'm just gonna have to change that to i hope vicky gets something to do in the next episode <laughs> not so much in this one yeah, this one, I guess, is just ankle recuperation, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, bummer. But, um... Which, I guess it's... episode of Rome? Yeah. It's kind of nice that they give us the continuity of her ankle being hurt from the end of the exploding planet. But on the other hand, if we didn't have the continuity, then there would be time for fanfic adventures. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could write a, an entire fanfic of her having a, a, a sore ankle. Maybe even like it keeps getting re-injured or aggravated along the way to, to ensure that her ankle is still injured at the end of the, oh, that uh, could the, be. the fanfic in time for this one. Maybe um, in your fanfic, her ankle just like completely heals. And then at the, the end, end of the fic, specific. she gets a new ankle injury. Uh, that's fun. I mean, not for Vicky, but uh, as a as a storytelling device, I guess. <laughs> oh, cool! All right, this is this is interesting. I mean, I, I I'm I'm kind of curious when and if we'll pick up the thread from the previous episode. I mean, I assume that we will, um, but maybe that was just like kind of a planting a seed for a later serial, um, maybe with uh, Terry Nation again. Guess we'll find out. Um, but uh, yeah, um, uh, what, what were your uh, what were your thoughts there, Kyle? Um, yeah, I thought this was a, a pretty entertaining episode. Um, we'll wait to see how the rest of the serial plays out, but, but yeah, having a good time so far. Cool. Um, I, I will not say too much about whether or not we follow up on the previous one ever in I the mean, future. I mean, I assume we will. I'm, uh, yeah, so I would also like to say thank you to Circuit 23 
for the music that he wrote for our podcast. You can find that theme song on his SoundCloud, which is at soundcloud.com slash circuit23. You can also find other music of his there. You can find his new album, Men's Vermis, on his band camp at the link that's in the show notes. And if you would like to tell him how awesome Men's Vermis is, you can send him an email at circuit.23 at gmail.com. Well, thank you, Kyle, for watching Doctor Who and telling me all about it. And thank you to Benny for listening to me talk all about Doctor Who. And thank you, listeners, for listening to me listening to Kyle talk about Doctor Who. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can email us at thedoctorswatcher at gmail.com or tweet us at doctorwatcher. And another good way to let us know that you like the podcast is by sharing, rating, and reviewing. Yes. Thank you so much to those who've already done that. And uh, if you haven't, we would very much appreciate it. Indeed. And with that, come back in two weeks and we'll find out which Greek god Vicky's going to be. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If I am not a god, how do you account for my supernatural knowledge? Hmm? Knowledge of what? I could tell you one or two things that might surprise you. Huh? Name one. Your wife, for instance, is unfaithful to you. What? <laughs> Everyone knows that. I, I never heard it. Everyone that is except you and him, of course. <laughs> I will not have my wife's name banded about like that. Besides, we have no way of checking on your slanderous assertions. Divinely inspired or no? What do you advise? Then treat me with honor and return me to my temple before I really become angry.